Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Be sure to check us out on OffLimitsShow.com, on iTunes, and on Spreaker.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me tonight on Off Limits. It's, uh, what time is it? It's like 10, 11 p.m. Way to go, Donovan. <laughs> right on the dot knot. Anyway, um, here I am doing Game Ass tonight again. I just did a Game Ass show a couple nights ago, by the way. I did two shows in one night. I did um, Listen... What, what did I call it? I did... Um, Gay Mass, and I also did um, Donovan Says, uh, a new kind of segment I'm doing where I give advice to people, just general advice. And I'm real preachy because I am anyway, so I figured why not make a show of it. So be sure to check out the Donovan Says show if you're gay, especially in that particular show, and in the future for general advice and wisdom from me. Um, but also, as I said, on the same day, I did a, a different Gay Mass, so, so be sure to check out that Gay Mass as well. So anyway, uh, tonight we're talking about several things, talking about um, what happened on the Grammys this week, um, also talking about Looking, um, which is the new gay series on HBO, uh, and talking about um, some other things going on in the gay news world and gay culture and uh, and politics and that sort of thing. So. If you're gay, Gay Mass is just for you. So be sure to uh, check me out. And also, as it said, you can check me out on offlimitshow.com. I just recently updated all of the shows on there. So I, I pretty much have all the shows from this year on 
offlimitshow.com, at least all the ones from this year. If you want to see all the shows I've ever done, then go to Spreaker.com um, and look up Off Limits Show, and you'll find uh, all of the shows listed there, all 300 or whatever shows it's been. Um, but you can go to offlimitshow.com and, and, and listen to a show. And be sure if you do listen on the website that you comment and uh, place a comment at the bottom of the show page. Uh, and let me know what you thought, any questions or opinions or feedback you have. I'm happy to listen and to um, read that on the show. And if you want any advice from me, you can always email me at info, I-N-F-O, at offlimitsshow.com. And I will definitely read and respond to your question uh, on a future episode of Donovan Says. So be sure to... Um, do that if you're interested in my advice. Also, coming up next week, probably, I'll be doing a... Um, I've been getting requests for people to do um, a, a tarot card reading show, another one. So I'm going to do that. Um, so if you're interested in getting a tarot card reading, um, that will be the place for you. Uh, my friend John Patton, uh, that I speak to occasionally off of uh, offline, he's, he's somebody that knows me through Off Limits Show. He uh, requested one. So John, if you're listening to this show... Be sure you um, um, listen to the show next week, and I'll do your tarot card reading for you on the air, if that's okay. Because um, I probably won't have time for that. <laughs> so anyway, um, tonight's show, we're talking, like I said, about the Grammys, first of all. And so the Grammys were really good last night. I usually don't watch the Grammys or award shows anymore. But I watched it. I recorded it because I was watching other things. I was watching Downton Abbey, and I was watching um, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and looking and other shows. So I watched it. Um, most of it I watched recorded from, for the TiVo. And um, it, I, so I watched what I wanted. And what I did when I watch, I skipped through, which is what's great about TiVo. So especially on award shows, which are so long and boring anyway. So um, the very first opening act, of course, was Beyonce. She was fantastically beautiful and sexy. And her legs were amazing. And um, she did this very sexy dance to this song. I can't remember the name of the song. Um, I should. Shame on me, but I don't remember. But um, it was uh, really amazing and a really amazing act um, and uh, sexy and sexual. And, of course, there are people, conservatives are so up in arms about um, about that uh, as well as what happened at the Grammys last night in the middle of the show. Um, because in the middle of the show, uh, Macklemore uh, basically led a, a mass wedding, which included straight and gay couples, uh, while, he's, while he was performing Same Love, that song you know about gay love or whatever, which I should play, actually, because it's such a good song. Um, I should play it during the show. I've played it before, but anyway... Um, he was playing, uh, he was, he was singing that song, performing it. And while he was doing that, Queen Latifah, who had been deputized by LA County, officiated the mass wedding. Um, after which Madonna came out in, uh, garb, like country Western slash pimp guard, <laughs> all white and with a big old cowboy hat on her head and a cane. And she's done this look before. So it wasn't like a new look. You know, it's not something I'd never seen her in before. And she's usually pulled it off quite well. And she actually pulled this off, this look at another award show previously. I can't remember which one or how long ago, probably two or three years ago. Um, and also, I'd seen her wear this type of thing in some of her concerts. So I'd seen her in this type of outfit. However, I was unprepared for when she came out. Because when she came out, 
you know, she came out looking like Granny Gums, okay? She was walking with a cane, which is supposed to look like Pimp Daddy Chic, right? <laughs> or Pimp, Pimp Mama Chic, in her case. And uh, she came out, and she looked like she was having a hard time getting out. It's like she was slumped over and, like, coming out, you know, singing that song and whatever. And it was so, like, open your heart to me. You know, it was so Granny Gums to me. It was so bad. It looked so bad. And Michael and I both looked at each other like oh my god <laughs> she looks so bad <laughs> and she did she looked really bad and old and just decrepit and she my point is i guess she really was showing her age and she looked fine like her face was you know of course all botoxed up and fillered up and everything else so she looked good that way in terms of her no wrinkles or anything but she just looked old i don't know what it was about her she just looked old and, you know, someone pointed out to me, well, she is old. She's 55. Yeah, she is 55 years old, which I don't really consider to be old. But she's not 85 years old. <laughs> she was acting like she was 85 years old. So I don't know. She just had like a really incredibly long night. She was tired or she was high or something. She looked like she couldn't keep her eyes open too. It was just really weird. Um, but it was cool nonetheless to, to have her sing Open Your Heart at a mass gay wedding, gay and straight and all kinds of people wedding. Uh, at the Grammy Awards. That was a really cool idea. And these people really were married uh, while she was singing this song to them. So I thought it was really sweet and t touching, despite the fact that I couldn't get over her appearance at first. Um, 33 couples got married, which um, a lot of people were crying and smiling on the stage, including Madonna and um, Queen Latifah was, was crying and other people were crying in the audience. Um, I can't remember who I saw crying. Oh, Keith Urban was crying. I saw him crying. So anyway, it was um, very touching. But today, um, MediaMatters.org says that Fox News' Todd Starnes said that, he quote, this was not about marriage. This was about bashing God and the church. Um, he also called the mass marriage sick. Um, American Family Association's director, Brian Fisher, tweeted, Heads up, Grammy telecast to feature sodomy-based wedding ceremonies. So <laughs> it's hilarious to me how these right-winged, right you know, backwoods Republican nut jobs can actually take something as beautiful as the t and touching as the moment was at the Grammys last night and turn it into something about sodomy or something about um, or something disgusting or wrong or anti-Bible. Um, and, you know, instead of just saying, well, I don't agree with that or to them, keeping it to themselves, they've got to make a big brouhaha about it and make it act like these people were just doing something horrible. But no, typically... You know, as is typical for these type of people, they had to come out against it and, and, and say something about it. But, you know, it doesn't matter if they agree with it or not, because it is the law in California that gay men and women can get married uh, and have the exact same rights that heterosexuals have. So whether you like it or not, it doesn't really fucking matter what your fucking Bible says, your piece of stupid shit book that you are brainwashed by says. All it all of that matters is that the law is on the side of GLBT community. The GLBT community is, on the, is, in, is under the law's protection in this case. So fuck you, Bible-thumping Christian you know, bigots. It is fortunately the way it's going to be. So you better get used to it. All right. So 
um, that was that. And, and also the Grammys, um, there was a couple of funny moments where Taylor Swift thought she had won album of the year or something like that, or song of the year. I think it was album of the year. <laughs> and she, she got up and actually was mistaken. And she got up and for briefly and then sat back down. You could see the dejection on her face when she sat down. It was so hilarious. And there was one point in the, the show where she was like playing at the piano and she was like swinging her hair back, oh, oh, like back and forth. Like she was like having an orgasm. <laughs> while she was playing the piano. I think she's trying to be a little more edgy or something, which kind of fails for her. She's so like got this sweet, you know, demeanor or persona. And I just don't think it really works for her to try to kind of go outside of that box. But that's just me. Anyway, um, that is that. Now, I want to talk about what happened on uh, Looking uh, last night. Looking, if you don't know, is a show that is on HBO. It came The second episode aired yesterday on Sunday. It comes on Sundays at 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern. So, um, and it has um, Jonathan Groff and uh, two other actors, one of which I know, I can't remember his name, another one I don't know that well. Um, but they're, it, it's, it's sort of like a Sex and the City slash, um, slash Queer as Folk type thing. But it's not like as high strong as those shows are. It's very low key and very kind of just realistic. And it has a realistic take on gay people and not something that's really uh, stereotyped. And actually, a lot of gay people don't like it because it's not that. It's, it's not a stereotype at all. It's very uh, just these guys are just gay guys. These, these guys are just guys who happen to be gay. You know what I mean? And um, so it's not all about them being gay. It's just about them living their lives and getting over heartbreak and trying to find someone to love and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so the last week, he, the Jonathan Groff character, and this is spoilers in this, by the way, if you don't want to hear them, you haven't seen it, you might want to skip over this part. But Jonathan Groff's character had um, met this uh, cute Hispanic guy on the bus or the subway or something, and they hit it off, and he started dating him. He went on another date with him in the second episode. And his friends, his friends were teasing him and saying, um, and he's like really uptight. His character's really uptight and kind of sheltered. And he's very waspy and he's only ever dated white guys. He's never dated anybody other than a white guy. And um, so he's very, you know, kind of like that. And so his friends were making fun of him because they're like, oh, you're dating a Hispanic guy, you know? And, and uh, what about his penis? They said, and he said, what do you mean? They said, well, he's, he's, he's Hispanic. He's probably, got, he's probably uncut, which is so hot. And he, they're, he's like, really? Oh, I don't know what to do about that. And he's like, I'll look it up on the internet. So he goes and looks it up on the internet, studies uncut penises. He gets excited about this guy having an uncut penis. And ultimately he ends up um, going to bed with a guy. It's sort of forcing him to, I mean, he didn't force him to, but I mean, he's sort of you know, kept throwing himself at him at the whole date. And the guy seems to be interested in more of a relationship than just a one night stand. And, uh, Jonathan Groff's character, I can't remember his real name, his name, his character's name. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, his character actually, um, is acting, he's act, he's trying to act like he wants just a one night stand fuck buddy type of thing, but his true nature is the same. He wants to have a relationship. And so because he's he's tried that before and it never worked out, he's trying this particular date to be more slutty and just kind of go with the flow. And he's kind of pushing himself on this guy. Ultimately, they end up in bed together. He starts to go down on the guy. He pulls his pants down and starts to go down on him. He's like, oh, like that. And the guy's like, what? And he makes a big deal out of it. And he's like, oh, I, I thought you were uncut or whatever. He kind of offends the guy and ends up, you know, they, they end up going um, their separate ways. But anyway, it made me think about the whole cut or uncut question 
And as a gay man, you kind of have to actually um, have a side about this <laughs> one way or the other. Or you're, you can be a, um equal opportunity uh, circumcision, non-circumcision type individual. Um, but I think everybody has a preference when it comes to that. Women do, gay men do, I mean, men in terms of their own self do. Now, I think that in terms of, before I get into the sexual side of it, I think that being cut or uncut is um, completely and ultimately um, up to, it should be up to the person that the penis is on. Now, most parents make that decision for their child, meaning if, meaning they get, they have them, they have them circumcised generally in this country, most people have them circumcised. Uh, and I think that that is unfair and a mistake because it isn't something that you can reverse. Well, technically you can reverse it sort of, I mean, you through plastic surgery, you can get your, 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 um, your foreskin back, but it's not exactly the same, obviously. And of course it's painful and everything else. Um, but so is circumcision. Now people for some reason think that because circumcision is happening on a, happening on a baby's penis, that it doesn't hurt. It hurts like hell, even though they anesthetize it or whatever. It, and sometimes they don't, by the way, and for many years they didn't, um, it hurts like hell. So you, you, especially if you, if you're anesthetized after the, after the fact, it would hurt uh, because of the pain afterwards from being, you know, having your foreskin ripped off of your penis and so on again. Um, so anyway, well, the reason a lot of parents do that is because they want to say, quote unquote, keep their kid clean, their boy clean or whatever. Like that has anything to do with it. It doesn't. Um, and they want to, or it's a tradition in their family, especially if you're, you're, you're going to go through a bris and you're Jewish or something like that, then obviously it's a tradition. Um, not that it should be honored because it's also a tradition in Africa to circumcise women um, at the age of uh, their sexuality. So is that, why should we honor that tradition or allow that tradition to continue and not the one that's barbaric towards men? It's equally a barbaric. And to me, I think it makes no sense to circumcise a guy in these days. I mean, maybe it made sense like in the old days, like when people took showers, maybe once a month, you know, take a bath maybe once a month. And so it was harder to keep clean that way. That would make sense in the, you know, 3000 years ago, 4,000, 5,000 years ago, you know, BC or whatever, you know, it would make sense to do that for that purpose. And that's probably where it came from in the Jewish tradition uh, and other traditions as well. But in terms of modern day man, we don't, we no longer need to have guys cut. It just isn't, it's not, it's not necessary. And so, um, I know that, you know, I've been with guys who are circumcised. I've been with guys who are uncircumcised and I prefer uncircumcised penises, but they're really far and few between, um, generally the guys I date are generally, you know, whitey, mighty, whitey make white guys in the past. So <laughs> the very, most white guys are circumcised generally, not all of them, but I mean, saying the majority seem to be, whereas when it comes to black men and Hispanic men, typically that's not the case. Uh, typically it, culturally it's not done as much as it is in the Caucasian community. So, um, I prefer uncut penises. I think they're, that's the way God made you. That's the way it was meant to be, blah, blah, blah. And other people prefer them cut because they think they're neater or whatever. So I don't know. Everybody's different. Now I do know though that if you if you're uncut, excuse me, if you're cut, you're missing out on a great deal of pleasure and a great deal of um, um, sensuality that you don't get when you're a circumcised man, because the once those foreskins cut off, 
the head becomes far more desensitized um, because it's exposed all the time to underwear and chafing against it and rubbing against it and just the general air and public and everything else. Whereas a, an uncircumcised penis is, head is essentially protected and it is not as it's much more sensitive and the way it's supposed to feel. And so if you are, um, if you are, um, uncut, you're going to feel a lot more sensitivity and have a much better experience, uh, sexually, whether you're straight or heterosexual than a, um, a circumcised man. And so that's just a fact. Um, and so essentially when, when parents are cutting off their penis, the circumcision, doing the circumcision on their, their boy's penis, then they are essentially, um, butchering him and they are essentially reducing his future sexual pleasure, uh, from the time he's born. And so now whether it's giving, whether you're getting head, whether you're having intercourse with someone, whatever the case is, it feels a whole lot, a lot better. Now I know because I'm uncircumcised, I'm going to put that out there. I don't care who knows. And that's the way I like it. <laughs> that's the way I want it to be. And it's always been an actual positive and plus in my, my sexual experiences when I was single, especially because guys liked it, you know, especially gay guys generally, generally liked it. I mean, I don't think I've ever met one gay guy that I was with that didn't like it, that preferred it that way. Um, and but there are some guys who do prefer cut penises and that's fine. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that either way. I'm just saying, I think it's a stupid thing to do. If I ever have a boy of my own, a child, whether it's through adoption or through my, you know, my own genes or whatever, I, there's no way in hell I would have him circumcised. I think it's wrong and barbaric. Why is it, well, as I said earlier, why is it okay uh, to do it to men and not to women? Because essentially, if you think about it, a clitoris is essentially just a little tiny penis a woman has. And that's basically what it is. And actually, you know, that all of us as men start out as females in the womb. And then with testosterone, a certain level of testosterone is released into the, the womb by the mom's uh, genetics or whatever, when it's programmed into them, whatever. Once that's released and it turns into a boy, the, the ovaries become testicles and the, what would be the clitoris grows out to become a penis. So essentially that's all it is. Um, and so when women are circumcised, that's what's happening to them. Um, it's just, you know, it's inside that's on their clitoris. And when it's a guy, it's their penis. So a lot of, a lot of, um, very, um, medical <laughs> jargon and talk tonight, but I just wanted to go over that because I think it's, um, I think it's an important issue that people are, um, you know, looking at wrong. It seems to me people these days are starting to go toward more towards uncut. And I know in Europe, if you go to Europe and most European men are uncut, generally speaking, Western European men, like, you know, uh, Portugal, Spain, France, Italy, especially, uh, and especially the UK and Germany, those areas are almost always, you know, I'd say 90% of them are, are uncircumcised. Um, and so I think America is, as usual, behind the curve, and we're going towards that direction again, finally. So um, that's what I wanted to say about that, and I prefer Uncut. Thank you very much. Okay, next, I wanted to talk about some of the news going on in um, the gay world. Um, there was a um, media campaign, a social media campaign by Coca-Cola, um, which invites people to, quote-unquote, share a Coke with a friend. And what you do is you write this text on a virtual can of Coke. You can write whatever you want, right? And the website allows people to write word, the word straight, but it does not allow the word gay. And instead, when you try to write the word gay, 
users get the error message. Oops, let's pretend you just didn't type that or you didn't just type that. Coca-Cola has uh, basically um, offended gay rights groups um, lately because of its refusal to denounce Russia's anti-gay laws uh, by defending the arrest of gay rights protester uh, in Russia and removing a gay marriage scene from an Iris TV commercial. Um, according to Talroad.com, this is what they said. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't drink Coca-Cola anyway. You know, I drink some of their products occasionally, like if I'm out and about and I'm like, um, at a restaurant and they really only have soda, then I'll have maybe a Sprite, maybe a Coke very rarely, but Usually if they have like water or like, you know, like sparkling water or something, I'll drink that instead. Rarely do I drink Coke products anyway. But I think that if you are someone who likes to boycott, then I think Coca-Cola is a good place to start. They are obviously um, not on the right side of right um, or the right side of our civil rights um, anymore. So we shall see what happens with that. And speaking of Russia, the mayor of Sochi in Russia, which is where they're having the Russian Olympics, um, the city they're having it, says, quote, it's not accepted here in the caucus where we live. We do not have them in our city, referring to gays. Uh, he said homosexuals will be welcome at Sochi as long as they, quote, respect Russian law and, quote, don't impose their habits on others. When he was asked whether gays would be expected to hide their sexuality, he said, no, we just say that it is your business, it's your life. Um, anyway, so I think it's it's really ridiculous that this 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 climate of hatred, this level of climate of hatred is being allowed to fester and to grow in um, in Russia these days. I think it's really sad and embarrassing, actually. Um, but it is what it is, you know. I think that people, unfortunately, aren't going to change there as long as their fucking prime minister or president, whatever they call him here, there, is uh, leading the, the fight against gay people. Now, Blue Cross Blue Shield, which is a very a very huge organization. Uh, they're in this country, healthcare organization, insurance organization. Um, they just recently, the one in North Carolina recently canceled the family insurance policies of a gay and lesbian couple or a few le gay and lesbian couples in the state saying that the policies are meant for only for married couples. Now those policies were sold to 20 same sex couples through the federal insurance marketplace. The language in those policies, including the terms spouse and opposite sex, are geared towards opposite sex married couples, said the, insurance, the state's insurance department. Um, she said that I was so taken aback by it, I was speechless. Uh, or he, this guy who was happened to him, he says, I was so taken aback by it, I was speechless. Um, it was wrong, and it shouldn't have happened that way. For 24 years, we've been on the same insurance with a few gaps. Gay rights advocates point out that Blue Cross Blue Shields offers domestic partner benefits to employees. The insurance company is offering the gay couples individual plans for now. In 2015, they say that they will offer a family plan for gay couples. So I guess if they're going to they're gonna change them eventually, why not do it now? What the fucking difference does it make, you know? I mean, people are stupid. I mean, why, why not just do it already? If you're going to really do it in a year, do it now, bitches, right? <sighs> Anyway, <laughs> um, then we have Oklahoma Representative Mike Turner. Um, he says to abolish same-sex marriage by abolishing marriage altogether. He's proposing that um, that in order to get rid of same-sex marriage, I should get rid of marriage completely. Uh, this is an Oklahoman, by the way. If you've ever noticed how many nutbags come out of Oklahoma, there's something in the water there. Now, 
I'll tell you that I've known this for a very long time because even when I was, not wasn't a kid, I was a teenager. When I was in my early teens, in um, late teens, early twenties, I was I dated like literally like five guys from Oklahoma within, within the course of like two years. Okay, and they were all nice looking men, and and we got along and everything, but they were all fucking weird. Okay, so there's something in the water in Oklahoma. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying they're all crazy like that, but there sure seems to be a preponderance of nutbags, with gay or straight. But anyway, this guy's from Oklahoma, and he's saying this, of course. Um, and Oklahoma is just should just be wiped off the map, as far as I'm concerned. Just go away. Who wants you here anyway? You're just like a nothing state. Just just go away. You're that state that's above Texas, right above us. Please give me a break. Um, last thing was that there is a Christian. There are Christian businesses who are saying they should be able to discriminate against gays. Um, focus on the family which is the very anti-gay organization is saying that we should do that. Oh, I've got people here. Sorry. I didn't see that. Hi, HDLA radio one, New York. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. Hi, Angela truth. How are you? How's it going? Um, let me read what you said real quick. Hey, had a dream about you. Weird. A lot of white furniture and a lime green floor rug, like a shag. Okay, well, I don't have any white. Actually, I do have white furniture, but I do not have a, I do not have a lime green floor rug, and I don't have a shag rug. Although I used to have a shag rug, but it was white. <laughs> I got rid of it. I didn't have a carpet that color, but I had a white rug. Angela, she says Coke is lethal. I agree. I agree with that. Um, uh, Crystal Light Lemonade, no. Crystal Light is lethal too, okay? It has aspartame in it. Aspartame, read up on aspartame. Aspartame has been linked to fibromyalgia, to multiple sclerosis, to cancer, to many things. Do not drink anything with aspartame. I used to be a Crystal Light nut, okay? I used to drink, uh, just literally for five years of my life, all I drank was Crystal Light at home. And I drink it by the gallon, okay? I would make like probably two or three of those things a day and drink all of them. And that's all I would drink all day. And I swear that it did cause me to have some issues because I really did feel like I had some fibromyalgia issues, whatever, like these little tender spots on my body and started to feel like just kind of like a dizziness and also sort of, um, what's the word? Um, uh, numbness, which I still have. Um, so through my body, like my legs, my feet, my hands, whatever. And when I stopped it, I it, it it pretty much subsided for the most part. So I know there's some there's some truth to that. And so definitely stay away from aspartame and anything, especially Crystal Light. Um, Angela says she's embarrassed to be in Oklahoma. Uh, she said there's a reason why you're you're above us. Ha ha. It's cold there. You can add liquor to Crystal Light lemonade. Love it. The gut it attacks. Miss you, Icon. Well, yeah, it's it's just a bad thing to drink. And I, I really think it's, uh, I think it should be, any, and in other countries, it's actually banned. And aspartame is banned in many countries. And there's many things banned in other countries that are not banned here. Um, because, you know, here it's all about bureaucracy. It's all about money. It's all about lobbyists. It's all about the shit that it shouldn't be about. Not about the health of people and the things that matter. No, it's about fucking bullshit stuff that, you know, we shouldn't fucking give a shit about. Um, it should be about the people and the health of the people, not about money and the bottom line. But that's not what a corporation's for. Corporations are what? They're for making money. Um, oh, anyway. So that's, like, I think that's all I had to say. Let's see. Gay cut, Coke looking. I talked about looking. talked about cut, uncut men. I talked about the Grammys. I talked about, oh, there's a sequel, by the way. If any of you out there, especially if you're gay, you probably like the movie Pitch Perfect. 
now it's been announced there's going to be a sequel to Pitch Perfect. Uh, so if you're into that movie, definitely check it out. It's coming out soon. Uh, next year, I mean, they said, supposedly. So we shall see what happens with that. Um, I'll be back tomorrow night uh, or the next night or sometime this week, probably with Acoustic Mass. I might do Acoustic, Ma- acoustic Mass later tonight. I'm not sure what album we're going to feature tonight, but um, if you like music, listen to that. Also, once again, be sure to check me out on OffLimitsShow.com, Twitter, Facebook. Follow me on those. If you do have a question for me, you can also, also always info at always send it to info at uh, info at offlimitshow.com or you can post it on Facebook or Twitter to me as well. And um, don't forget next week we're going to have the um, we're going to have the uh, um, show, the tarot card reading show. I can't think tonight, sorry. And also, as I mentioned on the last uh, Game Ass show a couple nights ago, Coco Peru uh, has said she was sick and she couldn't do the show um, when she, when I wanted her to that day when we had agreed to do it. And so she rescheduled to do it for March 2nd. She said she's going to be out of town in Mexico and performing around California or whatever. And so because of that, um, it's been postponed until then. So come back on March 2nd, listen to Gay Mass on that night and at 10 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 11 p.m. AM, no PM, um, Eastern and be sure to listen to that show. It should be a good interview. And so I'll be back uh, next time. Until then, have a good night, everybody. And thanks for listening. Planning on traveling this summer, make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon. And for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 